Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. A buddy of mine named Doug. Uh, He said that Barroom Blitz is his absolute favorite. However, it's 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, which blows him away. And that's the one we named earlier. Steve Gadd is playing the drums. Here's how it sounds. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. How you doing over there? What's your name? Tammy Burns. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? We bought some brand new microphones. These are AKG microphones. We had a little trouble sort of dropping out on the other microphones, and these are brand new. Do you love them? Oh, my gosh. You sound like a DJ. I know. I'm going to get right up close to one of them. How about that one? Does that sound good? No, 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 no. And the thing is, I'm working it without a pop filter. If you don't know what a pop filter is, it's one of those sort of pieces of cloth. Hang on, you'll hear it. I'm going to move it around. Okay, now I'm working it with a pop filter. It isn't as good, is it? No, I think no. your sound, it sounds better. But I move pop my peas the all the time, so. Well, that's because you don't understand microphone usage. I, or professional radio. That's right. Uh, remember, this radio show is being brought to you by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, or the CPB, at least in part. Now, look, a lot of these shows, like last week we did this thing on copyright, and the week before it was another hard show. Let's just do one for no good reason other than I want to listen to music. In this seven days for this week, February 12, 1991, Rush releases moving pictures, and every drummer in the world tries to land that Tom Sawyer lead, the YYZ lead. Now, look, I'm going to tell you, Getty Lee was amazing on moving pictures. On top of that, Alex Lifeson was stunning with all of his guitar work. But let's be honest, the star of the show on moving pictures was Neil Peart. And it was, at least in my mind, the first time that the drum was the lead instrument on the song. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So I put it up on the Facebook and I asked all of my friends, of which there are tens of thousands. Actually, about 3,500. But anyway, I said to them, hey, what is a drum song that the lead instrument is the drum. When you listen to the song, it's the drum that does the work. And believe me, I was not at a loss for people telling me what they thought. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to play this, this song, Tom Sawyer, which is from Moving Pictures by Rush. 
And then we're going to go to all my buddies and my friends and everybody who denoted this song that is to at least them. The drum was the lead instrument. Look, we've been doing some difficult topics and such. Let's just have some fun and play drums. I'll play samples of a lot of what people think. And Tammy, if you would, please do what the audience is doing. Think seriously about a song that you like that is indeed led by the drum. Not just like an interesting intro, but through the song is led by the drum. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I think I do. Lovely. Let's play Tom Sawyer. We'll come back and start playing around with what Tammy thinks and what a lot of my friends think. And, of course, my friends are the smartest human beings in the world here on Rock School. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Okay, there's Tom Sawyer. And by the way, I have mentioned in the uh, previous shows, Rick Beato, he has a famous fill, what do you call it, a episode on YouTube. And number two drum fill of all time was that drum fill that everybody tries to figure out in Tom Sawyer. We'll play number one in a little bit. Now, When I made this suggestion to Facebook and I said, hey, guys, we're looking for songs that deal with the drum as the lead instrument. I had a long list of stuff. Tammy, during that song, during uh, Tom Sawyer. Right. You came up with a tune. What was the tune you think is led by the drums? Uh, Dr. Feelgood. Excellent. Tommy Lee. If it was me, I'd have done wildlife, but then again, this is what you're looking at. go i mean he's a stunning drummer there's no two ways about it he's he's the best drummer in the world he really is and on top of that he's a showman lots of stick spins and things like that here are the ones i put up on my listing on facebook when i said hey folks here's what i'm looking for and then the ones i set up smells like teen spirit let's be honest it's brutal yeah from front to back carry on wayward son the drums are played like a tonal instrument uh peg which is a purdy shuffle if you don't know what that is later in the show we'll do purdy shuffle the uh good times bad times drum here's the thing about led zeppelin so many people go to moby dick so many people go to just 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 boom 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 by bonzo i'll be honest with you the intro to good times bad times although it's got some bam bam 
all of the little cute stuff he does in the middle, it, I don't know how else to say it. It is so tasty. <laughs> Is drumming. I know a lot of people go blam, 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 but it's that that little stuff right. that just makes you look at it and go, "Wow, that was stunning!" And the person I believe has the ability to do all of that stunning stuff. Do you know who Stuart Copeland is? Yes, I do. Stuart Copeland is the drummer for the Police. And I know it's a three-piece band and everyone's like, oh, well, you know, he's just playing punk. No, Copeland plays some of the most intricate stuff. And so I'm going to play for you the thing I think is his most intricate play. This is Spirits in a Material World. I think it's Copeland at his best here on Rock School. Okay, talking drums, what do you say we go to the Facebook and ask a few of my friends who are, by the way, geniuses about what is one of the greatest songs that were led by the drums. A buddy of mine, Hayden, who is a professional musician, by the way, he says, Slip Notes, All Hope is Gone, some of the best drumming ever. Psychosocial specifically, and it sounds like this. My buddy Bobby, who sells liquor for a living. Can you imagine that job? How'd he get get that job? I don't know, but he sells liquor, specifically, if you will, whiskey for a living. And you get these posts like, hey, I'm trying this new thing that was invented by God himself. He says that one can make the argument that Charlie Watts drumming on Honky Tonk Women is as important as Keith's rhythm guitar. You think so? I agree. Let's take a listen. going to play one of my best buddies is a guy named Michael Brothers. He has been a professional drummer for, let's see, before Dirt 
was invented. Ouch. Yeah, he is That's the drum nasty. professor and head of the jazz program here at Southeastern Louisiana University. That's where I teach. And he says, here are the three that should make you fall on your back stunned that a human being can play the kit as well as they could. Number one, Steve Gadd is playing 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. Now, we're going to play that later in the show because a few other people made the statement that this is their favorite. So we'll not do that one right now. He says, listen to Benny Goodman's Sing, Sing, Sing. Gene Krupa is playing the drums on that one. Okay, I'll buy that. And the one he says is without a doubt the piece of music that makes him shake his head and go, that's, uh, there it is, that, that's the greatest drum song ever. It's by a Louisiana group, and I don't think he was just playing favorites on this one, because I know the guy, and he'll be more than pleased to tell you you're full of you-know-what. The Meters, the Sissy Strut. And he says it's one of those songs that most people are like, if you say the name, I have no idea what you're talking about. But the drummer, Ziggy, plays it with such a neat little early club feel that it has shown up inside of movies, mainly movies uh, yeah. by Quentin Tarantino. And I think Michael has something here. The meters. The sissy strut on rock school. Let's go back and look at a few of my friends. It says here, I Don't Care Anymore by Phil Collins. Don't get me wrong, I love Phil Collins' drum play. And the reason I like it is because he was really the first. Prince followed him. I really think Phil Collins did it first. So that each individual drum was recorded individually and then sampled together. So what Prince would do is he would hit the snare drum six, seven times and then listen to each hit and go, number three, that's it. Now, when you listen to the time with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, I think a lot of that happened as well. I think when you listen to Janet Jackson and the time that they're real instruments but it's one of those things where the sample occurred and then they sort of chose the sample and turned that all into a drum kit rather than a human being playing the drum kit. Does that make sense? What am I hearing on the record? Well, I think it's the actual drum, but it's a, a drum setup that is put together it's like they they they. How do I say this? They sampled the snare. They sampled the tom. They sampled the hi-hat and then put it together. 
I think that's what you're actually hearing. But when you look around, I don't think Soundgarden did that. I think Soundgarden had an actual drummer, and one of the songs that came from Amy, she suggested Spoon Man. Here's a clip of it here in Rock School. Okay, that makes sense. Now, it, it probably has something to do with the fact that you've got a guy playing the spoons at the beginning of it, but does it carry the whole way through? Eric, another friend of mine, who, by the way, can lift a city bus, uh, he, uh, he decided to say, look, I'm going to do this workout thing where I can lift half my weight and then my full weight, and then I'm going to one and a half my weight. I think now he can lift a full city bus. He suggested John Doyleman's work on toxicity, System of a Down, this chop suey. go. Does that make sense? Makes a little bit of sense to me. Yeah, I had a few other people suggest things like uh, Another One Bites the Dust, uh, which is bop, dap, da, bop, bop, bop. But then when you went to other Queen songs, the, they really were playing it like the drums were, you know, an instrument. That's John Deacon, playing that song right there and it it it, it seemed correct lewis suggested king crimson thela hungingeets i agree with that greg said tool what about ticks and leeches and then we can't play the next one because it is the song i want to end the show on and if you're a drummer more than likely you know the song i want to end the show on go ahead tammy who's listening to us rocks network rocksnetwork.co.uk Super Duper, back in a minute here on Rock School.
Coming out of the break, continuing to talk about songs where the drums take the lead. My buddy Ray, who, by the way, knows computers up, down, through, under, and has saved me multiple times. If you want to look him up, Mouth for War, Pantera, Raining Blood by Slayer, and the one, I like this, I really do, but here's why I don't think it should be on this list. It's really just a drum intro because once the song gets underway it's just a drum part and i get it it may be an interesting drum part but it doesn't rise to the level this is hot for teacher alex van halen playing the introduction that it's it's just an introduction i think you're on the money okay fair enough why do i agree with you all the time i have to stop that you you really do but honestly if you do i'll if you don't i'll i'll divorce you (laughs) and and take you for everything you have monique who used to be in your chair oh and she she was was much better than me i i have said that multiple times metallica for whom the bell tolls look i think metallica's drumming is Stunning. I I just think it really is. And I love the drum sound. But the thing is, it's a whole lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? Bam, bam. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. it, it it is nothing that a drummer can't do. It's it's great. Don't get me wrong. Love it. But Lisa said, every time I think of an opening song with drum... I think of the film Some Kind of Wonderful by John Hughes. And if you haven't seen it, look, I agree with her. It starts with a marching band and then goes into the song Abuse by Propaganda. Dig this. Okay, it's good. It really is. I love it. But it, it's still a little bam bam. See what I mean? But I understand what she's saying. It is a it's a lead instrument in the song. No two ways about it. Look, we gotta play something. So a buddy of mine who I've recorded with, his name is Stone. Actually, he goes by Stonewall. I have no trouble saying his entire name because there's no way in God's creation his real name is Stonewall. (laughs) If you're interested, my real name is Parchment Paper. No, I'm lying. I'm not Parchment Paper. I'm really 1970s... Uh, wood paneling. That's Ooh, my actual nice. name. Yeah, but Stonewalls. He's a drummer, so that makes sense. Queens of the Stone Age. And you say, well, who is a drummer for that? Well, I mentioned him earlier, Dave Grohl. I think, honestly, I think that Smells Like Teen Spirit is the pinnacle. And it's one of those, they did it out of the gate. 
I think Smells Like Teen Spirit is his pinnacle, but according to Stone, it's No One Knows by Queen of the Stone Age, Dame Grohl, here on Rock School. Okay, welcome to the bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. We're going to change your name to Stonewall here Stop in a little it. bit. No, you can't do that. We're going to change it to something else. Let's go with uh, two by fours, sixteen inch on center. <gasps> now I'm a woodworker. That's right. Wouldn't that be wonderful? A buddy of mine named Doug. He said that barroom blitz is his absolute favorite. However. It's 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, which blows him away. And that's the one we named earlier. Steve Gadd is playing the drums. Here's how it sounds. Gorgeous stuff there. Remember Chad? Remember Chad P., who was a, what do you call it, a co-hostical of this show? Never heard of him. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't I haven't known him for 13 years now. Chad said, and by the way, Chad is a drummer, My Hero by the Foo Fighters. I mean, there's so many Foo Fighter songs. But the question is, does the song, does the drumming in the song go past what have you? Okay, fine. You could be mine, GNR. I'll be honest with you, the drumming has never sent me over the rainbow in GNR. It's always been Slash. But he suggested Joey Kramer's work on Walk This Way by Aerosmith. Now, I might argue with him, and he won't like it, that although Joey Kramer played it, Steven Tyler, who is a drummer, wrote it. Whoa. Either way, here's Walk This Way. Okay, there you go. A couple of them for you as we talk about great drums. Here are the piece of paper. That means seven days in 70 seconds. Here be the dates. February 12th all the way through February 18th. Tammy's got Monday. Go. February 12th, 1981. Rush releases moving pictures and every drummer in the land tries to play Tom Sawyer and YYZ. February 13th, 1988. Michael Jackson buys a ranch in California and names it Neverland. February 14, 1992, 
the fantastically quotable Wayne's World is released into theaters. February 15th, 1969, thanks to a Rolling Stone cover story, the word groupie comes into the common vernacular. February 16, 2011, the Billboard Hot 100 Music Charts 1000th first number one is Lady Gaga's Born This Way. February 17th, 1990, speaking of Wayne's World, today the band Aerosmith was a guest on the show and sang the theme song with Tom Hanks acting as a roadie. Sibilance. Sibilance. New microphones, by the way. Hear this? Sibilance. Sibilance. Sounds good. February 18th, 1973, the radio concert series King Biscuit Flower Hour premieres. Blood, Sweat and Tears, Mahavishnu Orchestra, and Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band are the first bands on the show. And that wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Cindy said what you said, Dr. Feelgood. Motley nice. Crue. Yes. I still think other Motley Crue songs are better. Which one? Tell Wild, me. Wildlife. I think that wildlife, boom, boom, wildlife, boom, boom, my favorite. I have here, oh, I don't have her name. I, I believe it's Christine. I know her. Um, she was an ex-student of mine. And she said, Bonzo, we've already played a Bonzo. I think Good Time, Bad Times is his best work on the drums. But she said, Fool in the Rain by Zeppelin. Obviously, that's Bonzo. And she says that Purdy Shuffle, by the way, Purdy is a drummer who played on a lot of Steely Dan stuff, and there's a specific shuffle that he does on the drums. She says that Purdy Shuffle is, and she has in quotes, Chef Kiss, is just perfect. There you go. Fool in the Rain on Rock School. As we talk about songs that live with the drums, Richard, you have heard him. He has uh, suggested multiple topics on the show. He said, Keith Moon, look, just about every Keith Moon is fantastic. However, he said, won't get fooled again. And I would fight him on that because it's my opinion that won't get fooled again really only deals with one little section. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't play drums, but I'll make you a bet it's hard to play. But I think it's just this little section. What do you 
think? Am I right about oh, that? Oh, that's fantastic. You think so? It is fantastic, but I think it's only that. Bill, who you've heard me mention multiple times on this show, he's another guitarist. He says the Who underture. And it's one of these things where I, I do think if you're going to pick a big song for people to listen to, it's got to be one that the general public would know. Underature, have you ever heard of it? Yeah, see, therein lies the... By the way, this is radio. Oh, you can't no. just shake My your bad. head. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He says, Cream, Pressed Rat, and Warthog. You ever heard of it? No. I have only because I'm a huge Cream fan. Genesis, Los Endos, heard it? No. King Crimson, Indiscipline. Uh, mm, yes. Yeah, you have, okay. Public Image, Limited, Flowers of Romance. I like it. I do. However, the one he says that I absolutely agree with, Frank Zappa, the Black Page. Do you know why Frank Zappa's Black Page is called the Black Page? No. It has nothing to do with, like, like some people I've heard, it's Satanism. No, it isn't. It's so many notes on a page that it just looks like a big black block. That's what it means. And it sounds like this. Okay, let me play one more for you here. A buddy of mine, Greg, who I was in a fraternity with. So he has seen me at my worst. Uh, he said, although the drums aren't flashy, the drums in Use Me by Bill Withers define the songs. That James Gadston, he played the drums. Dig that. I, I think he may have something here. Maybe onto something. Well, Dig that, this. That song is a. Okay, I cut you off. You were going to say something. That song is just about as uh, perfect as it gets. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. So, look, we got to take the break. Who's listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show? K-H-N-S, Skagway, Alaska. Excellent. Back in a minute here in Rock School. going to have to make this the last break as I have been playing way too many samples but you said 
that you remember the first time you heard Tusk. Yeah. Where was that? WQLT. That's right. That's where you and I met. Right? Yeah. And uh, the music director, Tim. Tim. Right. I was doing copy there, and he said, hey, come down to the basement, Tammy. Oh, Tim said come down to the basement. Oh, it gets better. He He said, I'm going to change your world. (laughs) So I was excited. Yeah, me too. And uh, (laughs) he he put that song on. It blew you away. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he said, that's a hit. That's a hit. Yeah, that in the world of radio, people who pick the music, and I I wasn't always the music picker. In fact, I was very seldom the music picker, but I was usually the program director, and people would come to me, and they would say, like a music director would come to me, and they'd say, hey, listen to this. And it would, there were certain songs that blew me out of the water. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Kelly suggested, Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz was good. I, I get it. I get it. It's super duper good. I don't know that it blows it out of the water. Denise suggests, how about Genesis's Land of Confusion? Okay, listen. song is Phil Collins. In terms of Phil Collins, I can beat that. Now the last one, Daniel, my buddy Daniel said, how about Queens of the Stone Age song for the dead? Okay, fine. Queen, I love this. We will rock you. I get it. On the recording, it's unbelievable. Do yourself a favor, go look or go listen on the YouTube device at Queen, We Will Rock You Live. It can't be done. You really have just drums going blam, blam, bink, blam, blam, bink. It doesn't come close to what they were able to create in the studio, which was just sonically huge. Brum, brum, brush, brum, brum, brush. It never quite meets up. Live, And I don't know that that, you know, does anything. Dream Theater, Honor Thy Father. If you don't know Dream Theater, hey, go take a listen to them. They are musicianship for the sake of musicianship. What about this one? James Brown, Funky Drummer. Oh, yeah. Now, he said the track that has become the go-to beat for sampling in hip-hop. No, it's not. It's number two. So let's listen to it. Here's Funky Drummer by James Brown's drummer, Clyde Stubblefield.
Oh, take my word. You, you've heard that in 17 bajillion rap songs. But it is not in any way, shape, or form the number one sampled song. What is that? The number one sampled song is a breakdown inside of the song Amen Brother by the Winstons. As a matter of fact, now, if you listen to the whole song, you're like, what are you talking about? You have to get to the breakdown. Dig it. Here is the breakdown inside of Amen Brother by the Winstons, which is the most sampled anything on Rock School. Listen. There you go. Wow. Out of the clear blue sky, if you say, well, where have I heard that? How about Straight Out of Compton? Listen to Straight Out of Compton. That is the drum beat that was used inside of it. And if you go and look at websites that denote what songs have been sampled the most, it don't get me wrong, Funky Drummer is way up there. But it's the Winston's Amen Brother that is number one. Okay, what's number one? A lot of my friends suggested this. There is an entire backstory to it that the way it was recorded was incorrect because the talkback switch between the board and the studio stayed open, which gave it that overriding, haunting sound. I'll even sing it, and I'll bet you know what it is. Blah, 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 boom, boom. Do you know it? Back in black. In the air tonight. Oh, that one. <laughs> now do you hear it? Blah, 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 blah. And then Mike Tyson punches you in the face. Ouch. You know, a la the movie. Yeah, so that's what that's what most people said was the number one drum track. And the only reason I'm using it at the end rather than throwing it out right off the bat if you listen to the rest of the song, don't get me wrong, it's good drumming. Phil Collins is a stunning drummer. Is it the song? Is the entire song a stunning drum track? Or is it just that blah, 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 blah. And you say, who cares? That's what anyone remembers. Okay, fine. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. Done. Class is dismissed.